Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hello guys. I hope you are doing awesome today. (laughs) Sorry, I always try to think of a way to intro this podcast and I'm always like, hope you're doing great today. But anyway, I'm trying to be authentic. I'm trying to be me. I'm trying to get you guys pumped. Today, we're going to be going over top five mindsets that keep you stuck in a binge purge spiral. All right, let's go. So in all honesty, I didn't have the best week. And I'm telling you guys this not to depress you, but to set the stage for you about what kind of happened with me this week. In other words, bear with me. There is a point to why I'm telling you about my life and the things that went wrong in it this week. So the first thing that happened was I was hoping for some news that I was extremely excited for. Like, I've been waiting the whole month for this news that I was hoping to get, and I really thought I would get the news that I was anticipating to hear. I thought it was pretty much a done deal. So uh, this week, instead, I received the exact opposite news of what I had been hoping for. It completely threw me off, and it was a whole month of anticipation just kind of done. And I'll be okay. It's not a huge deal. My life will move on. However, this news made me extremely disappointed and sad. There's no other way to put it. Just sadness and grief. So my week already wasn't off to a good start, but I kept moving through it because I'm an adult. Then I had two very indulgent meals this week, both pizza, (laughs) and not just thin crust pizza, like thin crust vegan, lots of veggies on top, no, no cheese, artisan pizza. No, it was hardcore Pan crust, and for those of you that don't know, pan crust is just a really thick crust pizza, lots of oil, fried crust, with tons of cheese and like extra cheese, extra toppings. So it was just, it was an extremely calorie dense couple of meals. And after these two indulgent meals, my weight went up not one or two, but four pounds in the matter of two days. And I know that I am recovered and I'm doing great and I have a good relationship with myself. But seeing this when I was already in a lower mindset, it didn't sit well with me this week. I practice weighing myself daily, for those of you that don't know, to remind myself that no matter what the scale reads, it doesn't have power over me. I think it's really important to take back control of that. But this week, the scale felt a little bit different. And then to top it off, I've been ordering a lot of new running gear since that's become a habit of mine. I really enjoy running now, but I run with my little doggo. So I ordered a leash that just wraps around my waist and has awesome shock absorbing bungee cords built into it so that when he pulls, which he does, it wouldn't yank on me or my lower back while I was running. And it makes it convenient for me not to hold onto the leash while running so I can use my energy to do running. I got it in the mail last week. It's been working like a charm, all gung-ho to run. It's been great. I can't imagine life without it now. But then, this morning, my dog saw a squirrel, and he freaked and yanked on the leash as hard as possible, and it snapped in two. Just literally snapped. 
<laughs> just the leash just broke. And supposedly it has shock absorption. So it had great reviews on Amazon and it just broken too with my little 40 pound dog who really is not very strong at all. <laughs> so this just felt like icing on the cake for an already bad week. And of course, with all of these things going on, my mind was definitely not in the best place. I had all sorts of thoughts rolling around in my head that were not helping me out in any way. Anywhere from, why me, to, you're just a failure, or, this shouldn't be happening right now. That was a big one. I was like, why is this happening right now? This shouldn't be going on. Most of the time, I'm able to just throw out those thoughts. No big deal, move on, whatever. But this week felt different. As I keep saying, it felt pretty hard to move through them. I even had a very new and insidious thought come up this week. Like I said last week, I only have the urge to binge and purge once or twice a month, sometimes not at all, just depends. And usually they are more just like passing thoughts than I can immediately throw out without hesitation. They're just like old habit suggestions. But this week, I had the urge to binge and purge three days in a row. And they were stronger than they'd been in over a year. And my mind said something pretty scary to me, which was, you know how to fix it. So what's the big deal if you do it today? It was alarming for me to watch my brain do that because it was using my own success and my own rules against me. The reason I focus on thoughts and beliefs so much is because they directly influence how you feel and act. I first came across this concept when I learned about cognitive behavioral therapy. I'm generalizing things here, and I'm not a doctor, so again, bear with me. But loosely, a huge concept in cognitive behavioral therapy is that your beliefs, aka your thoughts, how you think, your cognitive self, creates your feelings. Those feelings or emotions lead you to take actions. Therefore, your thoughts directly affect the results in your life. Of course, other things affect your emotions and actions than just your thoughts. Our bodies are extremely complex, and there can be a lot of intricate reasons for why you feel a certain way. Be it hormones, you haven't had enough to eat that day, maybe you're really tired, maybe you have a parasite. <laughs> just kidding. I, I hope you don't have a parasite, but they're real. <laughs> but anyway, I'm generalizing a lot. However, I found this concept very empowering when I first came across it because it meant that I could choose my thoughts and no one else could tell me what to think. And if I could choose my thoughts, I can choose my outcomes in life. If I think it's going to be a bad day, I'm going to start looking for evidence that it is a bad day because I have that belief already preset in my brain. It's a bad day, so let's look for evidence that it's going to be a horrendous rainy day. And then I make my day worse by choosing to uncover the negative and only focus on that. How you think is extremely crucial to how your life unfolds. Now that you understand all that and how important your thinking is behind what you do and what goes on in your life, I wanted to go over sneaky or not so sneaky thoughts that you may be having that you aren't even aware of. And I've broken these thoughts up into categories, so five mindset categories. Each category is very common in people who struggle with eating disorders. After I go over all of these, I will talk about how to stop thinking in these ways. The first category is, you can probably guess this one since I harp on it on every single episode, but it's self-deprecating thoughts. 
and or negative thinking. These thoughts are by far the most damaging and most important thoughts that you need to nip in the butt right now. Some of these thoughts include, you are disgusting, you are worthless, you are a failure, or you could put into this terms, I am disgusting, I am worthless, I am a failure. And the worst part about these thoughts aren't even that they attack you, it's that you automatically believe them to be true without hesitation. You just listen to your brain. You never stop to question them. You just take them for what they are and let yourself sink lower into sorrow. It's like you're in an abusive relationship, but the abuser is you. You're in a habit of attacking yourself. And again, if we go to the whole cognitive behavioral concept, if you think you are disgusting, you will constantly look for that in yourself. You won't ever be able to see anything that you love because you were only looking for the things that you hate about yourself. Stop treating yourself like shit. You deserve better from yourself. So the second mindset, the crazy person mentality. <laughs> Back when I was bulimic, after I had given myself a, an abusive mental smackdown after a binge and purge, I would then think, you are insane. You are crazy. Why can't you stop doing this? Why do you keep doing this? You know it's bad and you do it anyway. You want to do this. You're out of control. You have no control. I have no control. This mentality is arguably as dangerous as the first because you are conditioning yourself to think that you are defective or mentally unstable. And yes, I understand that eating disorders are serious and that they are a mental disorder. But for me and many other clients that I help, it's not useful to go around thinking that you are crazy and that you just can't help yourself. It puts you in a position to think that you are somehow defective and that you have no control over your own actions. So next time you feel out of control or like you are crazy, remember, your brain is just doing what it is programmed to do. Nothing is wrong with you and you are in control. Bulimia is just a habit, but thinking now that you were just a slave to your habits is not useful. Is it hard to not follow through with an urge to binge and purge? Absolutely. But is it impossible? No. You have the control over your hands and your mouth. And the more you tell yourself that you are in control versus out of control, the more control you will have over your own life. It's just going to be uncomfortable. The third mindset category, all or nothing thinking. Go hard or go home mentality. This is something I hear a lot in sports. Players say, go hard or go home. <laughs> and to be fair, I know very little about sports. So maybe I'm just basing my belief and perception of baseball and football players off of dramatized movies. But nonetheless, this is the mentality I see with people trying to improve their lives. But when they mess up one day, the mindset sounds like this. I messed up, so I'm a complete failure. All my progress is lost. I'm either perfect or I'm a total slob. Since I overate on this one meal, my whole day is ruined. This line of thinking goes from one extreme to another. It's as if your brain doesn't understand that there are gray areas and nuances of life. Everything is not just black and white. If you haven't binged and purged in six months, but you slip up one day and do it, are you right back to square one? Is all your progress between those six months worthless 
does it mean nothing? No, of course it doesn't. You just had a little hiccup. It's not the end of the world. You are not on a slippery slope back to your old self. You just made a mistake. People make mistakes. It's just the way things are. Even computers make errors. Okay, fourth mindset, wishful thinking. Or another term I like to call it is denying reality. So this one I did a lot, and I still struggle with it sometimes today. And here's what the thoughts look like. I wish that I didn't want food, or I didn't desire food. I wish I didn't even like food. I wish that I had more control. I wish that I had more money. I wish that I was a better person. I wish that I did not binge and purge. I wish that I was thinner. Not only was I constantly in the state of wishing and wanting, but never doing or taking action, I was denying my own reality. The truth was, I was obsessed with food. I did have the habit of binging and purging. I did not have the body that I desired. I didn't have the amount of wealth that I wanted. And no amount of wishing would ever change that. Ever. It only led me to stew in depression. It made me bitter because I didn't have what I wanted. And while I knew intellectually that no fairy would ever come and grant my wishes, I think part of me thought that the things I wanted were supposed to come to me at some point, or they were supposed to come true at some point. But the unfortunate truth is that you have to take action. You're not entitled to anything in this life. You have to start making changes slowly but surely. Having compassion for yourself the whole time until your wishes come true. That was a really hard one for me to accept. I really did believe that some sort of higher injustice was happening to me because my wishes were not true. You just have to take action. It may be imperfect action, it may be a lot of action messed up, but you have to start moving. You have to make a change, not by just wishing. The last one is fuck it thinking. I would be going about my day perfectly fine, and then some challenge would present itself, and I would just say, fuck it. Sometimes the challenge was my boyfriend getting a pizza, and I would have more than half instead of just two slices. Sometimes I would have a bad day and just say, fuck it, and binge and purge. It's the sneaky thought of, What's the point? What does it matter if you improve? What does it matter if you binge and purge for the rest of your life? Fuck it. You can start tomorrow. No one is watching, so fuck it. My life isn't that bad, so fuck it. I already messed up, so fuck it. <laughs> Apologize for all of the F-bombs, but it's the line of thinking where we just justify what our primal brains want in the immediate moment where while sacrificing our higher brain's long-term goals and our overall quality of life. It's your brain trying to convince you that binging and purging is worth your time, your health, and your mental sanity, all for a dopamine hit. And I mentioned all of these mindsets not to make you feel bad or guilty. It is okay that you're thinking like this. There's nothing wrong with you. But now that we know how toxic these thoughts are, here is how we can start to change them. The ways in which you can start handling these thoughts are first, recognize that they are not helping you and that they are in fact keeping you stuck. Hopefully this episode has helped you with that today and really brought to light some of the thoughts that you weren't even aware were holding you back or hurting you. Second, become aware of your thinking. Start being onto your brain. It's easy to let those thoughts come in and out like it's nobody's business, like they could just walk all over the place in your brain. 
But next time a thought like that enters your mind, be curious about it. Look at it without judgment and ask yourself, why am I thinking that? That's interesting. Do I actually think that that's true? Lastly, you need to make those thoughts not an option. What I mean is you need to commit to stop having those thoughts that do not serve you. When one comes into your mind, you have to stand up for yourself and say, no, we don't think that way anymore. No, that's not true. We think this now. No, I am in control. No, I just slipped up and I am not a failure. It's not that you aren't going to have negative thoughts. You're going to have negative thoughts for the rest of your life. And all these thoughts will continue for the rest of your life. But instead of letting them come through and believing them and letting those thoughts affect your behavior, you have to let them come in and say, no, I disagree. This is not what we're choosing to think right now. You'll want to give into these thoughts because it's also become a habit. When I was in the throes of my depression and bulimia, I think there was a certain part of my self-deprecating thoughts that felt easy and comforting. It was somehow therapeutic for me to tell myself that I am a failure and I am disgusting than it was to accept that I had the potential to have such a better life if I just committed to doing so. I had to commit to changing. Toxic thoughts are just as addictive as toxic behaviors. Don't let yourself think they are helping or that they are true. You have to choose to think differently. So bringing it back to my interest story, I had a lot of thoughts this week that were not useful and I used the tactics that I just said. I became aware of them. I became aware of the direction in which my mental ship was starting to point towards. I became curious as to why those thoughts were coming up, what was going on in my brain. Of course, when some thoughts came up, I did have emotions come up. And sometimes I did just have to lie down and ride them out. I let myself feel some grief and some sadness. It doesn't do you any good to push emotions away. I chose to feel sadness and let myself feel those emotions because I had just gotten news that was very disappointing to me. And denying that would have probably led me to act out in other ways. I just let myself feel the emotion. And then when the other negative thoughts came into play, when I received the news and I told myself I wasn't good enough, or I told myself, of course this happens to you, I told myself, we don't think that anymore. We don't do that anymore. Those thoughts are just old neurological junk in your primal brain trying to take over. And now that the darker part of my week has passed, I can see that it wasn't just a bad week. I ran my first 5k this week, guys. And I shaved five minutes off my running time from when I first started, which was like 23 days ago. So I shaved five minutes in 23 days. Even when my dog broke the leash mid 5k, I still had the best running time ever that I've ever had. And also, I joined an amazing program to help me take this podcast to the next level for you guys. So I'm super excited about that. I'll be able to help more people because of it. I got to spend two fun nights chilling with my boyfriend and my best friend in the whole wide world eating delicious pizza. There were so many things that I was overlooking about the week that were amazing, but I couldn't see them at first. Hopefully, that can be a lesson to you guys, especially if you are also having not so good of a week, or at least you think that it's not so good of a week. 
So that wraps it up, guys. If you haven't already, download my free course. It's the Drop the Self-Judgment course. It's an amazing six-page printable course that I made, curated myself, that teaches you how to get out of your judgmental, self-deprecating mindset that holds you back from more than just recovery. And it helps you identify with the new you in a much more healthy and positive way. And especially if you're listening to this podcast, I think that that course would be very helpful for you. It directly correlates to what I'm talking about now. So, and it's completely free. So just download it. It's in the podcast subscription below. You can also follow me on Instagram. I post a lot of motivational quotes and pictures there to keep you guys going throughout the week, even though you only hear from me once a week. And then I also post stories and that is more about my day to day, what's going on in my life. And I've also been sharing my running progress there. So if you're interested in that, go follow me on Instagram. Everything is in the podcast description below. That is all for today, guys. I hope this podcast has helped you to highlight some of your not so constructive thoughts and how to tackle them head on. Remember that you have the power to choose whatever you want to think. And absolutely no one can take that away from you. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.